So for many people, accolades make you want more accolades. Though responsible for great success and progress, ambition can also cause feelings of worthlessness, mania, and anxiety. Neuroscience now explains why and offers insight on alleviating its adverse effects. This hour on your AFN Interlake Eagle Morning Show, we'll be going over this and talking about a few ways to manage that uh, ambition-related stress that accompanies the need for success. We'll also hear some great music from artists like Train, Katy Perry, and Echo Smith. And I'll have your weather up next, so stick with me, Senior Airman Kimberly O'Brien, serving America's best. And now, Episode 9, The Weather Forecast. So today is Tuesday, May 30th, and it is 7.17 this morning. It's really like looking great outside. It's 63 degrees right now. Today we're going to see a high of 80 and a low of 60, and it's going to be nice and sunny. The sunniness will continue into tomorrow with a high of 79 and a low of 61. However, it will change on Thursday. There's going to be an 80% chance of thunderstorms, high of 80 and a low of 60 on that day. Unfortunately, you'll have to find a different way to enjoy today's sunshine since the pool will be closed for cleaning today they'll be back to normal operating hours tomorrow though so that's great for any questions feel free to give them a call at 676-3442 happy birthday all right so motivation is a neural process that influences avoidance and desire when dopamine is released into certain areas of the brain it triggers feedback predicting whether something good or bad is about to happen the prediction then prompts our motivation to either minimize the predicted threat or maximize the predicted reward. This system applies to all kinds of stimuli and scenarios uh, from finding food, shelter, and other survival means to pleasure-seeking behaviors such as romance. It also applies to ambition, whereby a relentless dopamine feedback loop predicts higher and higher rewards and motivates us with increasing stakes. A 2012 study published in the Journal of Neuroscience found that go-getters who are willing to work hard for reward had a higher release of dopamine in certain areas of the brain known for their role in reward and motivation than other participants. Of course, ambition isn't automatically bad. According to one study published in the Journal of Applied Psychology, ambition is correlated with educational attainment uh, occupation, prestige, and income. Children with above average educational aspirations generally obtain higher status and better paying jobs. Ambition is even positively, albeit weakly, linked to life satisfaction. On the other hand, rates of mania are higher in countries whose cultures emphasize individualistic as opposed to collective striving. Ambition increases one's risk of bipolar disorder, narcissistic personality disorder, and depression. Ambitious people apparently die earlier. I'm not really sure where that study came from. Uh, at its worst, ambition mirrors a sick cycle of addiction. As we build our careers and seek validation for our work, millennials are especially vulnerable to ambition addiction. Research suggests that millennials are, in fact, more professionally and academically ambitious than previous generations. According to a Pew Research Center survey from 2010, 57% of millennials say it's not likely they'll remain with um, with their current employers for the rest of their career uh, versus or the 36% of Gen X users. 
U.S. college attendance by 18 to 24-year-olds recently hit an all-time high and a full third of college graduates plan to also attend graduate or professional school. Today's 20-somethings either, or they enter the workforce in an era of intense competition where public health experts call stress an epidemic. And stress starts earlier in life, with some data suggesting that today's average high schooler is as anxious as the average 1950s psychiatric patient. With the wrong steps, we jeopardize our well-being to what David Hume called the incurable passion of ambition. Don't run off because I'll be going over some psychology-based solutions to keep our heads on straight without sacrificing success right after this. Good morning and welcome back to your AFN Angelic Eagle Morning Show, serving America's best. I'm senior airman Kimberly O'Brien, and it is currently 7:39 this morning on this beautiful Tuesday, May 30th. Uh, this hour, we're talking about ambition-related stress and how to manage it. The first tip we've got for you today is set the right kind of goals. Psychologists agree that ambition is typically centered around attainment of outcomes, but studies overwhelmingly reveal that exclusively extrinsic goals sabotage our health. Research by Tim Kasser, a professor of psychology at Knox College, shows that pursuit of external values like money, possessions, and social status leads to reduced well-being and increased distress. Similarly, uh, disruption, uh, disruption guru Clayton Christensen found that chasing short-term success sours relationships and seeds regret. So what's the solution? Well, shift your plans, goals, and resolutions to an intrinsic orientation. Uh, according to UC Berkeley psychologist Sherry Johnson, examples of intrinsic motivations include, I want to be very close to people. I want to feel like my life has meaning and I want to feel like I'm doing something good for the universe. Uh, for contrast, some extrin uh, extrinsic, I cannot say these words, I'm trying here. Uh, some extrinsic motivations are, I want to make sure that I'm wealthier than other people, or I want to be viewed by others as having influence and power. One helpful exercise is constructing goals around how specifically you want to feel at a given time uh, or add value to your company, relationships, or the world. The next tip we've got is forfeit perfectionism. Okay, so I know this one's gonna be very difficult for many people, but perfectionism is, a, is setting unyielding, unrealistic expectations. While healthy high standards can motivate us to accomplish great things, perfectionism feeds addiction and uh, makes us unhappy. Forbes contributor and psychologist Todd Essig said, Somehow we've lost an appreciation for the fact that a biological good enough really is good enough. Of course, I'm not encouraging using that as an excuse to not try your hardest. Research shows that people who value extrin extrin extrinsic goals uh, and then don't achieve them are at high risk for anxiety and depression. We can see this neurologically. If our expectations aren't met, dopamine activity and the pleasure associated with it drops off Furthermore, despite our biochemical conviction that the more we achieve, the happier we'll be, addiction produces tolerance mechanisms within the brain that ironically cause a stimulized uh, feel-good effect to diminish with repeated use. The solution for this? Well, set achievable goals 
and embrace the surprise if you surpass them. According to Stanford science writer Bruce Goldman, research exposes that what really gets the reward circuitry jazzed up isn't so much the good vibes as it is the extent to which the goodness of the vibes exceed expectations. Well, don't go anywhere because I've got one more piece of advice for reducing your stress level coming up after this. Maybe wrapping up before we move on, I have just one more ambition related stress reduction technique for you to add to your arsenal, and that is connect. So, besides stress and youth, another risk factor for addiction is poor social networks. Converse, uh, conversely, research confirms the cliche that the happiest people are those with the strongest social connections. One 75-year Harvard study revealed that the most important component to a satisfied life is love and belonging. If you feel an empty craving, more accomplishments are not what you need. The solution? Find people who care about you and can help you manage your stress. That is wingmanship at its core. Nurture those relationships. In his article, Three Warning Signs You're Too Busy to Succeed, Dale Partridge recommends regularly asking, uh, are you too busy to catch up with people? Are you investing into friends and family? Or are you just checking in when it's convenient for you? With self-awareness and loved ones to hold us accountable, we can balance ambition for a more fulfilling yet equally rewarding life. Keeping all of this in mind, I want you to continue taking steps to succeed in everything you do. One way that you can do that is by taking some 39 things professional development classes. There's even one today at the 39th Med Group Interior Courtyard from noon to 1 p.m. It's an intermediate class talking about the assignments process. And if you have any questions, you can call the Professional Development Center at 676-1019. And if you are having feelings of intense stress, uh, once again, look towards wingmanship. We are there for you. We want to talk about it. If uh, you're not comfortable with that, you can always talk to the Chaplain Corps. Their number is 676-6441, or you can go to Mental Health, and their number is 676-6452. That's all I've got for you this hour, but stick around, because in the next hour, we've got something pretty awesome. All right, I just can't keep you in suspense. Next hour's topic is going to be Trivia Tuesday, but first here is Kiss Me by Sixpence, None the Richer. Mm -hmm. 